Hello and welcome to Believe and Declare podcast. Thanks for listening in. In this podcast, we share biblical truth to encourage women struggling with infertility, to help you build your faith, find healing and strength to persevere, and ensure you maintain spiritual postures that guarantee you victory. I'm your host, Yemisi Olani Yonu, and I'm glad you are here. Welcome once again to today's episode. It's my delight to bring to you today's word, which is speak life over yourself and every circumstance that you find yourself in, whatever the situation looks like, you have to speak life over it. Our Bible reading today is taken from Proverbs 18, verse 21, and I'm reading from the Amplified Classic, and it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their word. We see from this Bible passage that our words are powerful and consequently we eat the fruit of the words that we speak. Words either build up or tear down. It's as simple as that. Whether things, whether people, words can build up or tear down. Recently, I was reminded of the story of the Shunammite woman recorded in 2 Kings 4, 8 to 37. We won't read it today because it's a long read. I'll try to paraphrase it as much as I can and we'll just take um, the lessons from that and move on. So we see there was the woman, which we call the Shunammite woman. She was wealthy and married and she had no child. Herself and her husband had no child. This woman got permission from her husband to build a resting place, to make room for Elisha because they had seen him traveling through their town. And the husband agreed and they created a space for him, a guest house where he could stay. And for every time Elijah had to pass through Shunem to do his ministry and all of that, he stopped by, relaxed at their place rested and continued on his journey. So we see one of those days, Elisha asked his servant, Gehazi, how they could help this woman in return for her hospitality. And Gehazi told him that she had no child. He sent for her and when she arrived, you know, he asked her what he could do for her and then, you know, promised her that she would have a child according to the time of life. And we know her response. She told Elijah not to deceive her because she hasn't asked him for anything. Just enjoy the hospitality. You know, you don't have to give me high hopes and then nothing happens. But the prophecy was fulfilled and the woman had a child. But the story wasn't over yet. The child grew up and one day he went to his father who was working with the reapers. And he was complaining, my head, my head. His father ordered one of the servants to take him to his mother. And when he got to his mother, he laid on her lap and he died at noon. And she went up and laid him on Elisha's bed and shut the door and went out. And she said to her husband, send one of your servants and a donkey so I can go to the man of God and quickly return. The husband asked her, why go to the man of God today? And all she said was, all is well. And she rode quickly, you know, she told the servant who was driving her to ride as fast as possible. 
And Elisha saw her coming afar off, and he said to Gehazi, Look, it's a Shunammite woman. Go quickly, see what she wants. Ask her if everything, everything is fine with her, if everything is fine with her husband, if everything is fine with her son. And she responded to Gehazi, All is well, everything is okay. And when she got to Elisha, she grabbed him and knelt at his feet, and he could sense something was wrong. There are a few more details in there in the Bible, but we see Elisha go back with her. And he ministered to the son, and he came back to life. Now we see from her story, when her husband asked her why she had to go see the prophet, she said, all is well. Elisha saw her send Gehazi ahead and asked if everything was okay. She declared, all is well. So we see from her story, she refused to declare her son dead. She kept her confession of faith, saying it was well, and eventually all was well with her. In one of our past episodes, we've looked at what happened between Goliath and the children of Israel. We are told Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel. And he did this for 40 days, every night and every morning. And on hearing Goliath's word, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. And one of those days, Goliath stepped out from his lines, shouted as he would his usual defiance, and David heard it. While others fled from him in great fear, David, a young boy who understood who he was, the power of words, and the God himself, took up the challenge. And when he was brought before Saul, he encouraged Saul, and he said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. But here was Saul replied, You are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man and he has been a warrior from his youth. They were all scared. The one person who decided to go, he was even being discouraged. But you see what David did. He tells Saul all of his achievements, all that he had done. And he took it a step further to even tell him what the future achievement would look like. He added the future victory of his defeat of Goliath to his resume that he delivered to Saul. But we see that as David approached Goliath, Goliath kept speaking. But David wouldn't, wouldn't let this word take root in his heart. David wasn't giving this word any chance to settle and cause him to fear. David spoke back in every instance. And he was not just speaking words, he was speaking spirit-filled words backed up by a God that he knew. And David legislated that day on behalf of God on earth. And we see what happened to Goliath. The rest is history as we see in the Bible. We can also take a cue from what happened as we see in Genesis 1, the very beginning as was recorded for us in the scriptures. We see how the Bible records for us that the earth was without form, it was void. But then we see the next set of actions that followed. It started with the hovering of the spirit and next was the speakings. God spoke the universe into existence. With the utterance of his voice, creation took form. Chaos gave way to order. Light eclipsed darkness totally and life filled up the empty places, the empty things were filled with life. 
He didn't celebrate the darkness or magnify it as we would normally do. God spoke. He simply said, light be. And this is not the only time we see God do this in scriptures. The Bible is replete with many examples of this. We even see God ask people to speak, showing them how it is done. We can choose to co-create with God today. God calls things that do not exist as though they exist. And he has invited us into this God life. And we see one of such invitation in Ephesians 5 verse 1. It says, Therefore, be imitators of God. Copy him and follow his example as well-beloved children imitate their father. So that's one of the invitation we have to co-create with him. And this is the kind of life he has called us to. We are to say to obstacles, give way. The same way he commanded in the very beginning that we see recorded for us in Genesis 1. I like what Mark 11, 23 to 24 says. I read from the Amplified. It says, I assure you, I most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, in his God's unlimited power, but believes that what he says is going to take place. It will be done for him in accordance with God's will. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever things you ask in prayer, in accordance with God's will, believe with confident trust that you have received them and they will be given to you. So obstacles shouldn't frighten us. We shouldn't go celebrating obstacles and magnifying them. We should speak to them to give way. Romans 4.17 tells us the story of Abraham. It says concerning Abraham, Abraham was first named father. And then became a father because he dared to trust God to do what only God could do. That's raise the dead to life with a word, make something out of nothing. My focus there is Abraham was first named father and then became father. That is what speaking does. He was first called a father before he became a father. While we're on Abraham's story, I'm just going to point out something else. Now we see that Abraham guarded his thoughts. He took full control of the things that went on in his mind, which is what I want to encourage us to do. When everything was hopeless, when everything seemed hopeless, Abraham believed anyway, deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw he couldn't do, but on what God said he would do. The Bible tells us he didn't consider the deadness of his body, or the deadness of Sarah's womb. That's how we should live our life. And we see from Luke 6.45, it says, It's the same with people. A person full of goodness in his heart produces good things. A person with an evil reservoir in his heart pours out evil things. The heart overflows in the words a person speaks. Your words reveal what is in your heart. So you see, your words are so powerful, they will kill or give life. And the Bible tells us that the talker, if the one who speaks without thinking, will reap the consequences. Samson ate the fruit of it. Above all things, we are to guard the affections of our heart, for they affect all that we are. We are to pay attention to the welfare of our innermost being, because from there, flows the issues of life 
I like the way Matthew 12, 34 summarizes it. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you see why Psalm 141 verses 3 and 4 is a good scripture to pray every single time, as often as you can. We are to take every thought that exalts itself, everything that is contrary to what God says concerning us. We are to bring them to obedience in Christ. That's what we see in 2 Corinthians 10, 5. It says we are to destroy sophisticated argument, everything exalted, every proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. We are to take such thoughts and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. Don't let the enemy invade your mind by planting contrary thoughts in there. Whether spoken over you through people or you just thinking, on your own. I want you to guard your heart at all times. Surprisingly, we never consider what Matthew twelve thirty six says in our personal life. We are mindful of this scripture in relation to others. We tend to think we are justified in saying negative things to ourselves or about ourselves or about the circumstances that we find ourselves. Somewhere in our heart and mind, we try to take this out of Matthew twelve thirty six. And Matthew 12, 36 says, you can be sure of this. When the day of judgment comes, everyone will be held accountable for every careless word he has spoken. Many times we think this for others or the things we say to others. We never think about the careless word we speak about ourselves or the negative things we project on ourselves. I want you to live intentionally going forward. Be mindful of the things that you say to yourself. Only speak life-giving words to yourself. Guard your heart jealously. Ensure that the things you allow into your mind are those things that the Bible itemizes for us in Philippians 4. I know you are waiting expectantly for the manifestation of answered prayers. Can you today speak life-giving words over yourself, your request and the circumstances you find yourself in and speak from God's perspective. Don't just speak positive words. Let it be that those words are spirit inspired. David said in Psalm 39 verse 1, I promised I'll be careful on life's journey not to sin with my words. And I've said to you that let Philippians 4 verse 8 be a guide for you. It says, Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good report, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. This will be helpful as you journey to life, as you journey to fertility. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you for the word of hope that you've given us. Father, today we come and we repent of every negative thing we've spoken over ourselves, every negative word we've said concerning others, every negative word we have said concerning our circumstances, Father, today we repent and we say we are sorry. We allowed ourselves to be overcome by emotions. Lord, we say sorry. 
And we ask that you would help us, Almighty Father, that you will give us the grace to guard our lips from speaking what is wrong. We ask that you help us set a guard over our mouth. Help us keep watch over the doors of our lips. Keep us from speaking thoughtlessly, Lord. Lord, we ask that by your Spirit, you will help us control our tongue because we know no man is able to tame the tongue. But we ask for your help. Help us be careful about what we say. Guide us away from temptation and from doing evil. We ask, Almighty God, that the words that we read from the Scriptures, your words that we hide in our hearts, they will frame a picture of what is right, that we will speak from the abundance of the good things that we have stored from your word in our heart. We would not speak over any situation from a carnal point. We will not speak over any situation from a worldly point. We will not speak over any situation from the place of flesh. Father, we will speak by the help of the Spirit over ourselves, the circumstances, our nations, our homes, and all that pertains to us. Help us incline our hearts, Lord, to you alone. Let us not incline our hearts in any way or tolerate in any way any evil thing. Help us not to practice deeds of wickedness. And I declare over you, your mouth overflows with praise and you proclaim the honor of God all day long. You are proposed in your heart this day that your mouth will not transgress and the Almighty God will help you. I pray over you that your words will not run loose. You will be careful about what you say and you will not let your tongue cause you to sin. And I ask in the name of the Lord that you will quit complaining, that you will seek the God's perspective over everything. No matter what the circumstance look like, you will sit and overlook it from God's perspective. I join faith with you today and I call you blessed. You are a homemaker and a joyful mother of children. Your children surround your table and they bring you joy. Your home is filled with children. Everything in your life and all that is required comes in alignment with the words of life spoken over you today. And I say concerning you, your prayers are heard. And according to the time of life, you return with your testimonies. So shall it be in Jesus' name. And the Bible says in Job 22, 28, you will also decide and decree a thing and it shall be established for you. And the light of God's favor will shine upon your ways. Ephesians 3, 20 says, Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, more than all that we could dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work in us. I encourage you, based on these two scriptures, to speak words of life over yourself. Spend some time today, speak words of life over yourself. Keep believing, keep declaring. Don't go about sowing seed that misaligns with what you're believing God for. Remember, God is for you. God is not against you. See you next week. Links to download the free 7-day devotional and 7 days declaration and also to join our community are on my Instagram page, please head over there and download the free resources and join our community. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow, subscribe so you get notified when new episodes are posted. Please rate and review. Also share with anyone you know struggling with infertility. I hope you're living encouraged and with words that can help you get through this season. Keep believing, keep declaring. 
Be sure to tune in every Sunday for a new episode. Thank you.